the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, Americans. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Wow, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And Grace Baker is back on vacation and then got the flu, allegedly. And no, she was not. I know you were sick, Grace. It's okay. It's, I'm a little offended, Todd. No, don't be offended. I'm just saying. I got sick while on my trip. That was the worst no, I part. Well, I'm not judging. Where did you go? You, you went down south to Florida. Yeah, I went to Universal Studios because I'm not giving Disney my money. So Good for you. It was fun. But I just want to give people a pointer. If they tell you to go on the Velociraptor roller coaster, <laughs> say no. It's I'm, horrifying. I'm not sure this crowd is uh, is into Veloros or whatever Yeah, just you go call on it. the E.T. ride. The Velcro what? The E.T. ride. The E.T. ride. All right. Yeah, that's much more peaceful. But what was the other creepy. one? The Velcro. The Velcro. The Velociraptor the coaster. Veloci- yeah, that's what I said. Jurassic Park. Okay. You see, that movie always creeps me out. I love that movie. You know why? Because I'm prime rib when it comes to the dinosaurs. (laughs) I mean, they're coming after me. Well, the velociraptors were terrifying, but it was a good time. All right. Well, look, you had the crowd. The audience was freaking out. Guys, we told you I was just going on vacation. We had all these people calling the show, but they didn't want to come on the air and talk. They wanted to know where you were. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, Grace. it's It's okay, guys. All, all right. is well. So all is well. I'm much better. In the Todd Stearns Radio Program universe. So we're, gl- we're glad you're back and you're feeling better. Uh, folks, uh, we're starting out today with, uh, with, a, with a story we, we brought to you on yesterday's program. And this is, I have a bee in my bonnet over this. And, and I just, I, I want to have a conversation about this because it, it's bothering me. Yesterday, we told you about Marcus Stokes from the University of Florida. Uh, This kid, very good football player, one of the top prospects in America. I think he had offers at 12 Division I colleges, so a very sought-after quarterback. But this kid decided, you know what, I'm from Florida, and it's important that I play football in Florida. So he was recruited by the University of Florida. They offered him a scholarship, which he accepted, and this young man was very excited. He posted a video of himself online singing to a rap song. It was a two-second video clip that literally ended his college football career before it could begin, and 
it has possibly ruined his entire life. I mean, this kid's going to be branded. And the reason why is, in this two-second video clip, he sang along with the rapper, and there was a specific racial slur that was used, the N-word. And this kid didn't think anything of it, because a lot of kids these days, this is part of the culture, right? I mean, how many how many rap stars and rap is not some sort of a an out there musical, you know, musical style. This is very mainstream now. So you got a lot of white kids that are listening to this music and they're singing along to the the, the lyrics. You know, it's interesting. I I what I find fascinating here is that the university was okay with the the, the kids singing along to the bees and the hoes. But when it comes down to this other word, that's that's the death knell. So anyway, the University of Florida rescinded this young man's offer. They said, you know what, You're, we don't want you after all. Well, Marcus, who is white, uh, posted a what I consider to be a very heartfelt apology on social media. And it was very clear to me that this young man is remorseful and it was very clear to me that he was raised uh, right. No, I said right, not white. He was raised right. I want to read to you what this young man wrote, and he just explained what had happened. I was in my car listening to rap music, rapping along to the words, and posted a video of it on social media. I deeply apologize for the words in the song that I chose to say. It was hurtful and offensive to many people, and I regret that. And uh, he goes on to say other things. Uh, I fully accept the consequences for my actions, and I respect the University of Florida's decision to withdraw my scholarship offer to play football. My intention was never to hurt anybody, and I recognize that even when going along with the song, my words still carry a lot of weight. I will strive to be better and to become the best version of myself, both on and off the field. I know that learning from my mistakes is a first important step. Sounds like a good kid who made a stupid mistake. And my question is, is that stupid mistake, is, is, is there no avenue for redemption for a child who uses that kind of a word? I will say it. he says it was his word, but it wasn't his word, was it? It was the word coming from the musician who recorded that word. And I thought it was interesting because there are a lot of, a lot of black athletes on social media that are defending this guy. They're like, well, wait, why did the University of Florida do this? Why did they just – why did they destroy this young man's career? The kid apologized. And no doubt, the word is incredibly offensive. I don't think anybody ought to be using it. I don't care what color you are. But should this mistake end this young man's football career? Should it be branded with a scarlet letter for the rest of his life just because he sang along to the song? And I ask this because so many, so many white kids are out there. And if mom, dad, you have no idea what your kids are listening to. Just go take a look at their smartphone. Scroll through and and see what they're listening to. You might be shocked. You might be horrified. And Grace, I I know you're a good church going Presbyterian. 
Uh, but I want to ask you, I mean, you, uh, you know, being an athlete yes. back in the day, you uh, probably, a lot of the your teammates probably listened to this kind of music to kind of get them fired up and inspired and ready to go out there onto the court. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of that music has horrible language in it. I was surrounded by a pretty good group of gals, but I would hear, you know, other girls listening to that kind of stuff. And it was always just like, oof. Why is that okay? I don't I don't know. And I'm curious though, because in some of these places you actually hear the music over the PA, the public yes. address. Yes. So my question at that point is, I mean, does that does that automatically mark every white player who's listening and they don't object or they don't say something? And if you do say something, yeah. is that in itself racist? I don't know. It is a conundrum. It is a conundrum. So so here you have this kid, and and he's not the only one. Just a couple of weeks ago, we I forgot we were I, I meant to share this yesterday. We were talking about poor Casey Funderburg. Uh, she's a sports reporter for the University of Tennessee. Was a sports reporter. She's twenty six years old. So you go back in time to when she was a teenager, and she actually used the words in some tweets, and. Uh, People freaked out because of something she did as a child, and she was fired. the The University of Tennessee fired this this adult woman who is now a sports reporter for something she wrote on social media as a child. So my question is very simple here: What do you do, moms and dads? Do you take your kids off of social media? Do you have the are you having these conversations with your kids? But here's another question to think about. If Marcus if Marcus Stokes had been a black quarterback, would we even be having this conversation now? If Marcus Stokes had been black, would the University of Florida still have rescinded the scholarship? Because there are a lot of people, I told you the young man has a lot of defenders, but there are a lot of people on social media right now saying that this kid got what he deserved, that only only black people get to use that sort of language. Nobody else gets to use that sort of language. In other words, there's two systems of, of justice in, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So... Here we are in a very unforgiving world right now. And this is not the only time this has happened. Uh, there was a couple of months back, it may have been longer than that, well, there, there was a concert and somebody gets up on the stage. You know, one of the <laughs> this is tar- terrible. Remember this story that they have, was, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but they get up on the stage. It was a girl. Oh, it's a girl. It was Kendrick Lamar's concert. Kendrick Lamar. You see, Kyle is our musical expert here. Oh, yeah. So what happened? We can't say the word, but no, what happens? So she gets on the stage. Yep. She starts singing. Mm-hmm. And of course, the N word comes in the song. She's singing along to the song. She says the word, and he stops the concert. The entire crowd just comes to a it just a hush. It's like rush. Wow. I don't even think the co- what the, happened. I don't even think that the crowd even cared. I think it's he just stopped the concert and he was like whoa 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 whoa, and made a scene out of her for doing the song that he wrote. And it seems to me that he set her up. Definitely. I mean, that's the whole point of that. He's I mean, that a guy's statement. a sleaze. He's a piece of garbage, that one. So, well, thank you, Kyle. So, I mean, this is, this is terrible. 
so again, at what point do you? I mean, are is are are we creating two different societies now? Is is that where we're going with all of this? But this is what critical race theory looks like in practice, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the the question is, okay, what do we do about it? Well, my recommendation is don't buy any music from any raps. You know, good look at the lyrics. Because we are coming to a point where it's not going to be about singing the lyrics. It's going to be about purchasing the songs. And if you're a white person and you purchase these kinds, this kind of music, you could be setting yourself up for public ridicule and rebuke and scorn. Don't go to the Kendrick Lamar concerts. Don't go to any concerts where that kind of language might be uttered. But you say, Tom, what? Hyperbole again, Todd. You're killing me here. Other people are, oh, he's a racist. Just put on the Klan robe. No, I'm not a racist. As a matter of fact, I think that what's happening to Marcus Stokes is racism. What happened to that girl at the Kendrick Lamar concert is racism. You cannot set up two different systems in this country. It's not going to work. But society is pitting one side against the other, and it's not right. And I don't think it's right that this kid who made a stupid mistake, and the mistake, by the way, was purchasing the music in the first place, but a kid who made a stupid mistake now has to wear a scarlet letter for the rest of his life. I don't think that's right. What say you, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. Do you think the University of Florida did the right thing here? And look, if you disagree with me, you go right to the top of the the list here. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. You guys have helped build MyPillow into an incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set made with USA cotton comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98, now just $39.98 with my promo code. There is a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS. Or go to MyPillow.com slash STARNS. That's MyPillow.com slash STARNS and use the promo code STARNS. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us. Well, we have a great program lined up for you today. Our good friend Monica Crowley is going to be here. Also, Megan Alexander uh, has a a brand-new Christmas series called Small Town Christmas. It debuts on Up TV, and we're going to be talking to Megan a little bit later. Also, uh, Congressman Pat Fallon and Cheryl Chumley, who is the opinion editor of the Washington Times. Uh, She says that Trump, by the way, still has that magic touch. So uh, we'll be be speaking with uh, those folks throughout 
the program today, along with your calls as well, 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. So look, uh, the folks over at MSDNC, they have finally figured out who to blame for this shooting at the gay club in Colorado Springs. Cut six, please. The theory is if you're fearful enough, you're not going to push back. But what we need to see happening is the exact opposite. We, we need to see accountability and consequences. So first, a real quick hate crime charge here on top of the homicide charges. I applaud that. That tells me prosecutors and police, they found quickly what they needed. That means they know this was a biased crime. This is likely, and since we've heard reports that the subject isn't cooperating with police, that means they likely found clear and convincing evidence on his devices. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, let's get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is. Name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should, should face civil consequences from the victims. Yeah, that's a that's a heavy dose of grade A crapola, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what we do know about this uh, this attacker is that he is 22 years old. He's a Mormon. No, I don't know if he likes Donnie and Marie. I don't know. No, just because you're Mormon doesn't make. Come on, Grace. Just because you're a Mormon doesn't mean you like Donnie and Marie or the Hansons. Bob. So I mean, so the the guy was a Mormon. So it's not like he's some sort of Southern Baptist or. I don't know, Presbyterian. Why am I thinking, I'm not picking on your denomination, Grace? Just step away from the microphone. You're just making up for the week's loss. I am. I am here. <sighs> but but the whole point of this is that there's no proof that this guy. We don't. We still don't even know if it is in fact a hate crime. But here's what I. Here's what we do know that they have a George Soros district attorney in Colorado Springs, and this this Yahoo let this guy walk when he threatened to blow up his mother and kidnap somebody the guy should have been in jail the guy should not have had any access to these weapons and by the way colorado's got that red flag law how did that work out for you unbelievable but the mainstream media they're just looking they anytime something like this happens which by the way is very rare and people always point to the, the horrible massacre at the Pulse nightclub in Florida. Well, you know what? There's a little revisionist history going on there because that that atrocity was committed by an Islamic radical. He was waging jihad on the gays. So, again, this, we're not talking about a Fox News viewer here. So now you have the mainstream media out there, and th- their argument now is – If you have a problem with pronouns, if you have a problem with drag queens cavorting about with three-year-olds, if you've got a problem with pedophilia, then that makes you some sort of an evil monster. That's what they're trying to convince you of with this uh, media coverage of this horrible, horrible tragedy. And what we ought to be doing is celebrating the the heroes of that day. There was a guy there, a military veteran, very decorated man with his wife and his daughter and her boyfriend. That's the guy who stopped the gunman, and my understanding is just beat the living crap out of the dude. And unfortunately, this family, you had um, the boyfriend of the of the girl. He died. He he was shot and killed. 
this family, they were just out wanting to have a good night, support their friends in the neighborhood. I will say this. Uh, the, the other report is the, there was a drag queen who took off the uh, stiletto heel. You know, everybody makes they, everybody mocks me when I mention the stilettos, but you know what he did? He took that shoe and he was beating the bad guy with the stiletto heel. There you go. All right. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Come on, people. There's no doubt the nation is facing a financial crisis because of the Biden administration's economic policies. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and no doubt our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, physical. It's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold, and they can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship the gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can actually fit inside a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. But I was channel surfing last night. I finally caught up on Yellowstone. And if you don't watch Yellowstone, folks, uh, not for the kids, but great, great, great series. Uh, Anyway, I was channel surfing, came across this documentary about Richard Nixon, who um, I think history is going to look back um, quite fondly on Nixon's policies. Set Watergate aside. But this was one of the most effective uh, presidents in in modern American history, and his foreign policy was just exceptional. Anyway, and I thought about uh, when I thought about Monica Crowley, uh, who is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, host of the Monica Crowley podcast. And uh, Monica, I know that uh, you worked for the former president. Hi, Todd. It's great to be with you. And yes, I did. I was very blessed to have worked with former President Richard Nixon during the last years of his life. And it's very critical for me to put that timestamp on it, Todd, because I've had people like, girl, how old were you? (laughs) And I'm like, no. In fact, I was giving a speech one time and somebody introduced me to to talk in front of a massive crowd. And they said she had worked for former President Richard Nixon or President Nixon. And I got up and there was a woman in the front row who throughout my entire speech was squinting at me. (laughs) And when I... When I finished the speech, Todd, she came up and she whispered in my ear and she's like, Monica, that was fabulous, but I have to ask you a question. And I said, yeah. And she goes, girl, who is your plastic surgeon? <laughs> and I said, no, no, you misunderstand. I was not born when Nixon was elected president. I did work with him in the last couple of years of his life, and he was just an extraordinary leader and man. You know, it's interesting, Monica, as I was watching this documentary, and clearly it was sort of skewed. You know how that goes. But but you could see throughout his political career, I mean, they were they were always trying to destroy this man. I mean, back when he was, uh, you know, in the Senate, uh, became Eisenhower's vice president. And you sort of see the parallels between him and, and Trump. And I know we're sort of in a, off on a, on a tangent right now. 
But it, it is interesting to see the parallels between uh, Nixon and Trump. Oh, yes. And in fact, I did a full hour recently with Tucker Carlson for Tucker Carlson Today because it had dawned on me that we're, we're looking at this 50-year arc of the deep state, the permanent bureaucracy, whatever you want to call it, that is deeply entrenched. And that's where the power actually resides in this country, not with the parties. It's not with any individual leader. It's actually with the deep state permanent bureaucracy, um, uh, the propaganda press. That's where the real power is. And so for 50 years, from the time they targeted Richard Nixon and got him um, and destroyed him, then their appetite was really whetted. And for the next five decades, Todd, they have targeted anybody who represents an existential threat to their absolute grip on power. So it started in modern times with Richard Nixon, and I'm not excusing his behavior. He fed into it and and all of that, but they targeted him and they got him. And from that point on, anybody who threatened their grip on power got in their crosshairs, and some they managed to successfully destroy, like Robert Bork, okay? Um, Others they had in their crosshairs, and they really tried to destroy them, but didn't quite succeed, like Clarence Thomas or like Ronald Reagan with the Iran-Contra thing, or with George W. Bush as a war criminal, they continue to put individuals in their crosshairs who they think are really coming for them. And Donald Trump and Richard Nixon are actually the two biggest of them all. They succeeded with Nixon, but Trump was a different kind of character. And after 50 years of them targeting people, Trump sort of got it. Like, he, he sort of got what was actually going on, maybe not at the beginning, but now he certainly does. And the fact that Donald Trump is still standing after all of this is a miracle. It really is. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right about that. And and I think this is one of the reasons uh, that I have uh, enjoyed the reaction from the mainstream media with what uh, Elon Musk has been doing at Twitter. Because I think, Monica, a point came when the folks who the previous ownership realized, holy cow, these conservatives have have a free voice here and we've got to stop that. And now Elon Musk is coming back and these people are freaking out. Doesn't it speak volumes? It tells you exactly who they are, what they believe and what they're doing and what they intend to do. And when people tell you who they are, believe them. The left are a bunch of, for the most part, communist totalitarians using fascist tactics. It's a very interesting blend of approaches and ideologies. You know, you've got the the communism on the far left, that radicalism, but it's animated by these fascist tactics. Um, And so the fact that, you know, they control every aspect of communication in this country. They control the news media. They control the culture, movies, television, music. They control academia. They control big tech. So they control literally every avenue of the flow of information. So therefore, they control the narrative. And when you control the narrative, you control behavior. They literally control all of those levers. Elon Musk comes in and says, oh, I'm going to make one lever out of a thousand basically fair. Not right wing, not conservative, not America first, just fair. And they're melting down because they know if they lose one lever, then the cracks start to show everywhere else. They need an absolute lock on 
speech in order to do their despotic things. This is true for every despot throughout history. They need an absolute lock on speech. And what Elon is doing is unlocking one of those platforms, which is going to start the deluge. Uh, right? I love because because every other social media platform is now going to start feeling the pressure. And they might not open up overnight the way Musk has with Twitter, but Facebook, Instagram, they're all going to start either losing people or people are going to be on them last with less engagement because they're all going to be on the actual free speech platform of Twitter. And, and I love how Elon Musk actually framed this. He, he was He's being accused of being right-wing. He says, no, this is not right or left. This is moderate-wing. In other words, he's letting the conversation, he's letting the debate happen. And, you know, Monica, that, that flows right into this Hunter Biden laptop scandal. To your point, they decided what information you could and could not receive. And I remember the New York Post uh, being blocked from sharing the story about Hunter Biden's laptop that now CBS News, more than 700 days later, has finally got around to confirming was a legitimate story after all. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And and these people, whether it's CBS, which lasted about 12 hours of boycotting Twitter before they were back, um, you know, all of these so-called news organizations that are just now discovering that, OMG, Hunter's laptop is real and it's horrible. Well, of course they knew it was real and horrible. 700 whatever days right before the 2020 election, they all knew it. They just buried it in a pile of lies like, OMG, it's Russian disinformation. They knew it was that was false. They knew Hunter was a hot mess and this was absolutely his laptop. They chose to bury it for political reasons, to get their guy elected and destroy and end Donald Trump. And, you know, now everybody sees it. And now it's starting to come out on CBS News about this laptop and all these these uh, pieces of evidence showing the Biden crime family is compromised. That tells you something else. That tells you that the left's power brokers want Biden gone. Oh, that's because it. Because otherwise they would not be reporting it even now at this late date. No, you're right about that, uh, Monica. This is all a big setup here. Um, what And what I found very interesting, uh, we had Congressman James Comer on and uh, Ralph Norman. Uh, they both tell me that the issue is not Hunter Biden. I think the focus, the target is going to be the big guy, Joe Biden. Yes, of course, because this investigation is not, it's not really about Hunter Biden. It's about Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who has exploited his Senate office, his vice president office, and now the office of the presidency to enrich himself and his family. Joe Biden is perhaps the most corrupt president we have ever had, Todd. And this investigation is about Joe. It's not about Hunter. And the, the media that buried all of this in a pile of lies, now they know. There's a Republican Congress now coming into town in about five weeks. And they're going to crack this thing wide open. Payday's coming. Ignore it. You know, they cannot report on it. But the facts are going to be the facts, and the facts are going to be out there. So they're doing a preemptive strike. Folks, got to check out the Monica Crowley podcast. We have a direct link in our live show blog. Monica, we're going to leave it there. Got big Thanksgiving plans? Well, I'm going to be with my family, especially my mom. I can't wait. And we're going to eat some great food and go into a carb coma. But then on Friday, I will be back. I've got a show coming up, my podcast tomorrow, of course, and one on Friday. Because you know what? There's no days off when you're trying to save America, Todd. So (laughs) please listen to my podcast. We've got big shows 
All right. for this week. All right, Monica. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, Todd. Thanks so much. All right. The great Monica Crowley, everybody, um, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. All right. You know what? Before we go to break, Diane's been holding for a while. Let's go to the phones, uh, 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. Diane in Chicago. What's on your mind, Diane? Hi, Todd. Um, I just wanted to impart uh, a comment about the young man who lost a scholarship. I only wanted to say that, number one, he did not create the word he repeated. He just repeated it. And uh, if the administrators of the university that originally awarded him a scholarship, what if their words were being scrutinized? Everything that they say, now they lose their job. They said some 30 years ago, they lose their job. They lose their pay. It's absolutely wrong. I'm not offended by the word. I'm an African-American. I'm not offended. <laughs> I don't use the word, but I do think it was wrong for them to treat him that way. Because, uh, and then, you know what? The story you guys were just talking about, about Hunter Biden. How is it that Hunter Biden can do what he's doing and he has not actually had anything happen to him? But this young man who's starting his life out loses a scholarship. That's all I want to say, Tom. Diane, it's look, it's a great point you raise. And I mean, the, the double standard, uh, and we had somebody, they didn't want to go on the air, but they said, well, wh- what's the whole point of this? The point is to expose the hypocrisy so we can fix it. And this is, and the other part of it, Diane, there is no mercy. There is no grace. There is no forgiveness in a socialist style regime. And when you look at what's happening on our university campuses around the nation, they've pretty much been co-opted by the socialist, and there is no mercy. And, and that's one of the reasons we saw what happened there at the University of Florida and uh, at my beloved University of Tennessee uh, with the uh, with the reporter. And, and that's a that's a shame uh, because everybody makes mistakes and everybody deserves a second chance. Right. All right, Diane, you give us a call back one of these days and uh, stay warm there in Chicago. We got to take a quick break here, folks. 844 747 8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Radio show, everybody. Good to have you with us. 
844-747-8868 is our telephone number. Uh, I've been, I'm not a big World Cup guy, um, but I, I've been following the controversy here. This is sort of fascinating. So everybody's upset because uh, Qatar, which is hosting the World Cup, well, they don't let people drink. And they uh, don't let um, they 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 do not endorse the LGBTQIA plus lifestyle. Everybody over there knows their pronouns, and uh, so so now people are all in an uproar. They're in a tizzy because Qatar will not back off of their culture and their beliefs. I think this is very fascinating here because. Uh, You've got these uh, folks out there. On any other given day, they would be all about supporting somebody's culture. But when that culture conflicts with whatever their viewpoint is, well, that becomes a big problem. 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phones. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nathaniel on Nuga Radio wants to weigh in on this college quarterback kid. All right, Nathaniel, what's on your mind? Yes, Todd. I think... uh that guy should have lost his scholarship, you know, because uh, if uh, he should have just realized what, what he was getting ready to transpire doing, he would have kept it private. And you posted it online, okay? And uh, for everyone to see it, and you're a Caucasian, and you posted it online, he should have lost his scholarship. And I heard you say, if it would have been a black person, would have did the same thing. Would he have lost his scholarship? Absolutely, he should have, okay? Uh, he should have lost his scholarship. And also, Todd, I heard you say about uh, uh, the rap music situation. Uh, you promoted, uh, yesterday I was listening to you, you was telling uh, people not to buy rap music or whatnot and this and that. No, I was telling white people don't buy it. People, don't buy it. Listen, we hear white people buying rap music all the time. There's no way in the world that somebody's white going to walk into Walmart singing a black rap song with the N-word in it and knowing what the consequences might be. I drive a taxi, okay? People pull upside me all the time, white people, blasting rap music, okay? Someone might be trying to be funny. But along at the same time, they are listening to rap music. That's your prerogative. If you want to buy this music, you say, you say you're in Memphis. You can't tell people not to buy Elvis, you know. Yeah, Elvis but Elvis music. isn't using the N-word. Well, here's the thing about it, Todd. People can buy whatever they feel like they want to buy, okay? And, 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 and if other people surround them and listening to it or whatnot, you know, that's tough. That's just the way. That's the, that's the way. But the Nathaniel, let me jump in here, though. But the reality is that that white kids who are buying this music and they're singing along, they'll get in trouble. Black kids buy the same music, they sing along. They're not getting in trouble. Get in trouble, Todd. Get in trouble. How? The kid just lost his scholarship. You just had a you had a young oh, lady just, at a at a Kendrick Lamar concert that was publicly shamed after she was invited to sing along with Kendrick Lamar on stage. Well, Todd, I can say this, okay? Now, I don't think this guy was singled out because what he did. There's other people around posting the same thing, and I guarantee you, 
is some people getting the same thing that he's getting. Because, God, you got to look at it like this. It's a different world from what it used to be, okay? White people, black people can't get on uh, a social media and got a scholarship or got a job at your radio station and post this stuff on 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 our social media and think they still gonna come back to your radio station and work. Like I said, like I mentioned to the lady. All right, well, Nathaniel, we're coming up on a, we're coming up on the uh, the top of the hour, so we're we're running out of time here. I want you to give us a call back. I completely disagree with you. Uh, again, Nathaniel says that uh, they were right to take away the kid's scholarship. What say you, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868. Oh, I agree with him. It is a new day. There's one set of rules for one group of Americans and another set for another. That is going to spell T-R-O-U-B-L-E, ladies and gentlemen. That's trouble. We'll be right back. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. To call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal, and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. All right. uh, That was President Trump fired up because the media simply has not been covering the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. As a matter of fact, uh, you've had media outlets intentionally trying to trying to punish news outlets that did try to cover the laptop story. Thinking about the New York Post here, our friend Miranda Devine, who's a regular on this program, uh, Twitter actually blocked social media, blocked the New York Post from sharing that story. More than 700 days later, CBS News finally decides, you know what, we're going to cover the story now that the election is over. And it turns out that, yeah, the laptop is real. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have with us from the 4th Congressional District in Texas, Congressman Pat Fallon. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Todd, how are you? And an early happy Thanksgiving to you, my friend. And and happy Thanksgiving to you as as well. Uh, Congressman, you're talking about turkeys. I can't think of a bigger one right now than Hunter Biden. And I'm wondering uh, what the Oversight Committee, what can we expect when you guys take charge of the House? Well, Todd, I think that we should probably reserve a parking space for Hunter Biden outside the Rayburn building because he's going to be in front of the Oversight Committee so often. Um, So let's just review, shall we? How many of President Trump's associates, business folks and allies have had their homes raided, have been harassed by the Department of Justice, the FBI, I mean, for the last four years, and there's been no indictment. There's nothing there. He's the most investigated person in history. But then Hunter Biden uh, and the Bidens, it's just crickets. And why that, Todd, is important is because we need to determine if 
you know, where's the accountability and, and transparency? Because was the Biden family and are they continuing to sell access and influence? Well, we have whistleblowers that say exactly that. And, and we've got to get to the bottom of that. Uh, we just had Monica Crowley on the last hour. She says that Joe Biden is probably the most corrupt president we have ever had in the White House. Do, do you agree with that assessment? It certainly seems like, Todd, that there's every ingredient uh, uh, there in, in for a it's corruption pie, right? When you've got the crust and you've got the, the apples and you've got the cinnamon and you've got the whipped cream. It, it seems like they're making a corruption pie. Let me explain. Biden has definitely participated and benefited from his family's multi-million dollar international business deal. So here's a fact. I think we have lost. Um, we lost the congressman there. Uh, not quite sure what happened with our phone system, but uh, we will try to get the congressman uh, back on with us. To that point, though, and the the cover-up of this laptop from hell has just been remarkable. I mean, you've had news organizations out there d- trying to dispel what what this laptop was all about from day one. From day one. As a matter of fact, CBS News, and we'll play some audio in just a few moments, uh, Leslie Stahl from CBS News 60 Minutes. You might remember this just two and a half years ago. Leslie Stahl sitting down with President Trump and says, uh, Mr. President, there is there is no laptop scandal. It the, the laptop cannot be verified. And now two and a half years later, her own network is now verifying the information. Where's the apology from Leslie Stahl? Where's the retraction from CBS 60 Minutes? And why, just why, did CBS all of a sudden try to figure out just a few days after the election that, whoops, turns out that this really was true? Let's take a listen. It's this, I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Biggest you want to talk about... Well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Of course it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop. Leslie, Leslie. can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family verified. hasn't... The family on the laptop, he's gone into hiding. For five days, he's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So let's get back to the name calling. All right. There you have it. Leslie Stahl, CBS 60 Minutes. And she said the laptop could not be verified when all along CBS knew the laptop could be verified. All right, we've got Congressman Fallon back with us. Co- Congressman, again, it's just amazing the the extreme levels the mainstream media are going to to protect this president. Well, Todd, I mean, that just that clip you just uh, played, Leslie Stahl seemed to be acting as a Biden family attorney. So Joe Biden said he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's. I mean, he said that publicly on the campaign trail. He had nothing to do with his, his son's business dealings or associates. Okay, then riddle me this. Why and then in 2013 did he meet with Miguel Velasco and Miguel Mignani, who are Mexican business associates of Hunter's? He gave him a White House tour. According to White House logs, they were there with him. And there's a picture of him personally giving them a tour of the White House Brady briefing room. And then just thereafter, Hunter set up a conference call, a video conference call, with his father and Carlos Slim, the Mexican billionaire. 2015, 
Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and Biden, uh, Hunter's uh, business associate from Kazakhstan, Ukraine, and Russia were uh, have dinner together at Cafe Milano. This smacks of influence peddling and, uh, you know, access to the highest bidder. All right, Congressman Pat Fallon on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. So, Congressman, back to uh, the the big news, which is Republicans taking control of the House of Representatives. Uh, we know there is going to be um, a big battle over who the speaker is going to be. Uh, yesterday on this program, uh, Congressman Ralph Norman said that um, Kevin McCarthy does not have the votes. Uh, have you decided how you will be voting? Well, we voted in the conference 188 to 31 uh, for McCarthy. And the way our conference rules state is we're then supposed to go out and vote for the person that wins. Because what you want to do, Todd, is you want to cut out the Democrats completely. You don't want anybody going, uh, just say you had some severely moderate uh, Republican who went all the Democrats in such a tight margin and said, hey, I got six Republicans with me. Will you all vote for me? And then I'll be a soft shoe speaker. I was in the Texas House, and that happened, where you had an incredibly uh, liberal Republican named Joe Strauss who pulled that off and had all the support of the Democrats. So I do not want that. I want the majority of the conference overwhelmingly supported Kevin. I like to give him a shot to be the speaker because I he, he knows, and we I've talked to him about this. We, we can't have Paul Ryan 2.0 or John Boehner 3.0. We need to be bold, and we need to be Reagan and, and Trump-esque in the way in which we govern moving forward. All right, uh, Congressman, we are going to leave it there. Appreciate your time, and I hope you and the Fallon family have a happy Thanksgiving. Todd, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. All right, God bless you. Congressman Pat Fallon from the great state of Texas. All right, uh, we are going to regroup here. We're going to take a quick break, opening up the phone lines when we return. 844-747-8868. Again, that is a toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Todd, I have a suggestion. Just don't buy the music. A lot of these kids are doing it and saying those words. Secondly, I I think you should get Kid Rock on your show and get his opinion on all this that's being said. Just a thought. All right. We haven't had Kid Rock on the show in a long time. And uh, the Nuge, we haven't had Ted Nugent on. We got to get those guys on. Uh, We'll get them on. Try to get them on before the end of the year. Uh, But it's a great point. Thank you, Mark, from uh, Florida. Grace, I'm actually looking i was in the break i was on the instagram oh boy and i was i follow a couple of these barbecue there are a couple of barbecue uh guys oh i had that, that for have lunch. feeds and uh, one of them is actually suggesting a great way to 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 get a to get a turkey brown you know if you, oh. you really want to have a good thick brown crust on your yeah turkey. you don't want it yeah you don't want to overcook it no this is called how to barbecue right and he says, what you need to do is coat the entire turkey with blue plate mayonnaise. Interesting. He says it, it browns it up better than any oil you can use. Well, I don't know who needs to hear this, but take your turkey out of the freezer. It's, ne- it's got to thaw for a while. You don't want, and, and never put the frozen turkey 
in the vat of oil if you're going to oh, no. deep fry the turkey. No, no, no. Yeah, it'll be a bomb. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the videos. It's terrible. They're like, not what not to do. Many a home has uh, exploded as a result of that. Oh, Grace, I got a. Le- I, I was on the in- again. I was on Instagram last night, just kind of scrolling. You and like some- the Instagram. Somebody sent this to me. I think this is brilliant, and I want to read this. It's a letter to Walmart, Target, and Home Depot, and I'm going to throw in Costco. Honorary. Dear Walmart, Target, Home Depot, and Costco, and all other stores that have self checkout. And the only reason I'm reading this, Grace, is because I had to go shopping yesterday. Okay. And it's a madhouse. It's insane. It is insane. By the way, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile was in front of the Kroger. Oh, that's a good day. It was. Did you get one? Uh, What the? uh, No, the Wiener Mobiles. Oh, the Wieners. Yeah. Are they not selling them? No, no, no. I'm a King Cotton kind of. I like King Cotton. I buy Southern products as much as possible. But anyway, but Oscar Mayer's fine. But anyway, they had the Wiener Mobile out in front of the. um, But it was chaos in there. I mean, chaos. That's why they had food outside. Unbelievable. So anyway, let me get to this uh, letter. You are almost exclusively self-checkout now. The last time I was there, you had a lady stopping everyone at the exit checking receipts. I chose not to participate in that nonsense, so I skipped the exit line and left. I heard her saying as I was leaving, uh, Sir, sir, uh, sir, uh, sir, sir. I kept walking, and I raised the receipt above my head, leaving the store. Wow. You can either trust me to do self-checkout, or you can put your cashiers back in place like it used to be. I'm not interested in proving that I did your job for you. You want me to be a cashier with no training? That's your problem, not mine. Don't audit me for a position you refuse to employ any longer. Signed, all of us. Wow. Let me just say, when I was in Florida, there was a self-checkout, and you put the items in like a box, and it knew which items you grabbed, and it like scanned it for you. Like, what? I didn't even have to like hold up a barcode. Like, you just set everything, like, and it just dump it in there. Is this like Kroger? No, it was a clothing store. It was uh, really creepy. That's interesting. I was like, how does it know what color shirt I got? So, how? So, I say this, as I'm reading this, I find myself agreeing with every single thing this person wrote you know one of the things that drives me nuts and i'll best buy does this so you go to best buy and you get all your stuff and you got all your packages and you know the checkout line right the, the counter is right next to the exit yes so you pay for your stuff you get your receipt you've got your hands full of stuff and before you can walk out the door you're literally taking three steps they're making you show your receipt and you're like, what? Really? What really? Was the point? I are you telling me I w- I had the ability to steal something from in the three steps from the cashier to get out of the the building? My biggest pet peeve is when you scan something, you put it in the bag, and then it's like stops the whole thing. Make sure you scanned all your items and put it in the bag. You gotta like shake the bag to make it register. It and you're like, I it. did it. And heaven forbid you buy a bottle of wine and then they everything stops and the person has to come over. You gotta show your ID. And by the time it's all said and done, you would have been out of there in lickety split time had you just gone to somebody who had a human at the cash register. And if you have more than like four bags worth of stuff, you know, on the little carousel. Then you're like, where do I put the extra bags? And if you put them in the cart, it thinks that you're stealing. And it goes, you got to put it on the thing. And you're like, well, I don't have room to put it on the thing. So I'm at Costco, 
and again, I'm new to this whole Costco thing. And, I love Costco. And uh, I was, you never, you should never go hungry. And I had mm. not had dinner yet. And so they had the giant pies, right? That are oh, about. Oh, yeah, the, the pumpkin pies. It's about the size of a tire. My mom gets one every year. So uh, I was getting that. And I wanted to get a couple of other things. And I bring it in. And, um, and, and again, you have to self checkout. So I was self checkout, doing the self checkout. And I realized there are no bags. There are no bags at Costco. You got to bring your own bags. Why do I have to bring my own bags to Costco when I'm paying a membership? What am I getting for the membership? You might get lucky and get a cardboard box. I'm just, I, I, I was perplexed by that. It's very weird. So anyway, I've got my stuff and I'm paying for my stuff. And then you have to stand in another line to get out of the Costco. Yeah, it's a whole deal. And they're going through counting all of Okay, this would be a whole lot easier if you just had humans manning the cashier stations. They've always done that second line, though, even before they had self-checkout. It's very strange. So anyway, this one Instagram post has created like thousands. 48,000 people have liked this. It's relatable. It is relatable. People are just tired of it. You know, it's you again, if I'm going to have to go in and do all of your work, it's sort of like when you go in now to a restaurant and you order something for takeout and and they want you to give the person a tip yes what 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 am i what am i tipping you for they didn't even like deliver it you rang up my order is that i mean do i have to tip everybody now i know and then you feel like a jerk because they're like sitting there watching you oh i don't feel like a jerk anymore (laughs) ah those days are long gone grace baker well you you know they say once you get older you just don't care anymore (laughs) i'm not that old but i just don't care I really don't care. But it it's an interesting concept. Somebody said, well, do I get the employee discount? Because ultimately, oh, yeah. we're having to do all of the work, right? True. I mean, sooner or later, we're going to have to get up early and go stock the shelves. Can you the imagine? So I'm just wondering, is this because they can't find workers? Or is it Kroger and Costco saying, we don't want to hire all of these workers. I don't think they want to hire, and I think they're, they think they're saving money. Seems to me, though, and this is just me, it seems to me that if you have to scan your own stuff and you've got to bag your own stuff and take your stuff out to your car, you should get some sort of a discount as opposed to the person who's going to stand in the one line. They have Target. They have 38 checkout lines and one clerk. It's very weird. I know. Everywhere is a Walmart now. Remember back in the day, it was like a joke. Walmart had all these checkout lines and only like two open. Well, now that's everywhere. But I'm with this guy. Self checkout. No, I'm with this guy. You know what? If you you want to see my you want to see my receipt, all right, you ring up my stuff. Otherwise, it's on you. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got the all these other people that are literally running in. And shoplifting everything That's and running true. out. Nobody wants to see their receipt. Oh, but you're going you're to stop think that. They, I don't think they have one. <laughs> Maybe that's what we ought to do. Maybe they're on to something. Yeah, it's true. All right. 844-747-8868. Is that you? Have you experienced this? In I mean, customer service is, is gone. It is a thing of the past. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I miss the cashiers. All right, we'll be right back, America.
Welcome back, everybody. We're solving all the problems of of the real world today on the program. Uh, 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phone lines. Tory in North Carolina. All right, Tory, what's on your mind? It's Troy. Not Tory, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. Hey, I might quiver a little bit because I'm, ner- I'm nervous. I've never been on a radio talk show before. Uh, I think you might have hit the nail on the head there with your first sentence. Uh, what's going on? You got people starving in, all across Africa. Ukraine's in terrible shape. Princes being tortured in countries. People in China being locked in their own apartments due to COVID. And to be honest with you, I believe those companies do what they do to cut back on uh, payroll in order to they're doing what they do to keep our prices low. That's why they do what they do. That's why they have self-checkout and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just kind of, with everything else that's going on in this world, it's just kind of sad to see somebody get so upset and cry and complain about something. Oh, a lot people of people are you. a lot of people are fired up about this on the social medias, Troy. At, uh, uh, but well, here's I, what gets I, me, though. I don't mean to interrupt no, hold on. Here's what gets me, Troy. Hold on, hold on. I'll let you talk. What gets me is I hear your point there, but they're not they're not lower in the prices, uh, and I only know that because uh, one of our staff just paid almost eight bucks for a little thing of strawberries. I believe they're doing it to keep the prices as low as they can, and I guess what the term that comes to mind to me is first world problem. So having to show your receipt as you're walking out the door is truly a first world problem. <laughs> And it's not something I'm going to lose any sleepover. Well, I'm not saying you're going to lose any sleepover, but a lot of people, their people are fired up. Whatever that person wrote struck a chord with a lot of folks who it's, you're right. Look, this is not the end of the world here, but I, I do think it's just a reminder that customer service has uh, gone down a very slippery slope. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Have you ever dealt with Amazon? They break their backs for customer service. Take something back to Walmart. When I, I'm 58, when I was a kid, taking something back to the store, you were worried walking in the door whether you're going to get your money back or not. You can take dirty diapers to Walmart now and say they were dirty when I got them, and they'll give you brand new diapers. So customer service isn't completely dead. All right. Troy, appreciate the call. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. But, you know, I mean, yeah, we can talk about, you know, nuclear war with Ukraine until we're blue in the face, but you got to, that gets a little boring after a while. You got to spice things up. Isn't that right, Grace Baker? No need to respond. Just uh, there you go. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Is it Thanksgiving yet? I could use some turkey. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Good friend of this program, Cheryl Chumley from the Washington Times, runs the opinion page there. Brand new column out, Trump by the data, still has that magic touch. Cheryl, hope you're doing well today. I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. You know, I am so glad you wrote this column because uh, we've been telling folks Hey, look, this this past election cycle was not as horrific on Trump as the uh, the mainstream media wants you to believe and the conservative media, media, dare I say. Not at all. If you if you look at OpenSecrets.org, uh, which I did, they just looked purely at the data of uh, the, the midterm elections. And they found that of 124 House members, who had refused a year ago to certify Joe Biden's victory over Donald Trump, well, almost two years ago, 
and who sought re-election, 118 of them won. So 118 of 124 uh, election deniers, as the media like to paint it, and Trump supporters actually won their re-election bid. That's pretty good for Trump. Well, it's it's pretty darn good for the, the, the president. And when you when you look at Mitch McConnell and the shenanigans going on, and Kevin McCarthy to a lesser extent, I mean, those are incredibly good numbers. When he, his own party was fighting against him, yeah, absolutely uh, positive numbers for Donald Trump, especially when you look at the headlines and so forth that paint these midterms as some sort of commentary on Donald Trump that the Republican Party itself and conservative voters in general want to get rid of him, want to move on from him. That's the narrative from, like you say, the leadership of the party. But you don't even need the data. Just look at the rallies that Trump, to this day, he's a private citizen, and yet he draws more rallies than our own president, more at rallies than our own president of the United States. Cheryl Chumley's on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Cheryl, when when you look at the the politics that's being played right now on Capitol Hill, Kevin McCarthy uh, does not have the numbers. Uh, we had uh, Congressman Ralph Norman on the show yesterday. He says he knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that McCarthy's not going to get to the magic number of two eighteen. Uh, what are you hearing out there? I'm hearing mixed mixed signals. But I suspect that that uncertainty about the numbers is why Kevin McCarthy is coming forward and taking a strong conservative stand about keeping uh, Ilhan Omar off certain committees and going after some of the other Democrats who have been loudly pro-China and anti-Israel over the uh, couple last couple of years. So I think that's why he's coming out and making these public stands. But I- I've heard a mix that he does have the numbers, that he doesn't have the numbers i guess we'll just have to wait and see yeah and and ultimately and i appreciate the fact that he's playing the part of a conservative right now but he should have been doing that all along and we wouldn't be he wouldn't be in this spot exactly it's kind of like how john mccain was always um uh, you know anti-obamacare and pro strong border control until after he won re-election uh, so it's uh, it is going to be interesting to see this one play out. We know the, the McCarthy is heading to the border. I'm going to be making a big announcement there, so we'll have to see how how that plays out as well. How do you think Trump is gonna is going to fare here uh, moving forward? I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to see a groundswell of support now that he has announced a run for the White House. I think you're going to have the typical anti-Trump faction come out with their nail-biting predictions about how Trump is too brusque and uh, his time has passed and so forth. And many in the Republican Party think we should move on to Governor Ron DeSantis as the candidate of choice for 2024. But uh, I just leave you with this. Governor Ron DeSantis is a great candidate, but wait and see when he runs for the White House, which he will one day. The the mainstream media, the left, is going to turn him into just another Trump as well. They're going to attack him the same way. So they say Ron DeSantis is like Trump without the baggage. Well, as soon as Ron DeSantis announces, he will be like Trump with the baggage. All right, Cheryl, we're going to leave it there. I hope you and your family have a very happy Thanksgiving. You too. Thank you so much. All right, Cheryl Chumbley, ladies and gentlemen, uh, got to read her her column. We have this up on our website, uh, a link to it. Trump by the data still has the magic touch. 
So an interesting uh, bit of news for you, and uh, we're, we're going to be paying very close attention to Jack Smith. He is the special counsel appointed by Merrick Garland to investigate Trump. Now, the entire investigation is based on a house of cards. So there's nothing there. And we know that because if there was something there, Merrick Garland himself would be personally indicting the president. But he's not doing that. What they're trying to do is drag this out. They want the president smeared throughout the election process. And that's what's going on here. So Jack Smith is the special counsel that was named. We have some new intel on this guy. Turns out that his uh, wife worked on a documentary film about former First Lady Michelle Obama. We also know that the wife donated to President Biden's 2020 presidential campaign. According to Newsweek, Katie Shaveni worked as a producer on Becoming, and the Federal Election Commission shows that she donated to a number of Democrat campaigns. Smith is a career prosecutor, by the way, appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate the former president. The FEC shows that uh, his wife donated twice. She donated $1,000 and then another $1,000, which is big money if you're making a personal donation. So what does all of this mean? Well, it means that the guy is not going to be fair or balanced, period. But we knew that all along. So again, we're going to keep tabs on all of these folks, and uh, we're going to be doing deep dives into these people and their careers because you need to know about it. All right, 844-747-8868, that is our telephone number. I want to play some audio from the uh, Squawking Magpies over on The View. They're going bonkers over this uh, horrible shooting in Colorado Springs. Have you noticed a gay bar gets shot up and everybody goes ballistic? A church gets shot up, nobody cares. I think we ought to care whenever anybody gets shot up, but I just want to point that out. All right, this is Alyssa Farah Griffin. She is a a former Trump White House official. She's turned on Trump. She's one of these people that pretended to be conservative to get a job, and now she's one of the squawking magpies on The View. I I see and I know you hate when this stuff happens because we're pointing at people, but this is crazy. Well, it's it's heartbreaking. It's horrendous. It's it's unacceptable. Um, It also struck me that it's like every time the LGBTQ community makes a step forward, it feels like five steps backwards. So last week, we were all celebrating marriage equality being codified in the Senate. And I was happy that some Republicans came over, but it was so many fewer than it should have been. Mm -hmm. That should have been 100 senators. Um, And instead, we see something like this happen. And the rise in crime and attacks against the LGBTQ community have been going up so so much. Yeah. I do want to say I think this my the, the the vocal minority in the country that's hateful and that's bigoted is the minority. When I look at the fact that 84% of young people in this country support marriage equality, that means we're trending the right way, but it's the small group that needs to be denounced and called out because words do have consequences. I, I see. All right, there you go. That's Alyssa Farah Griffin who alleges that she's a Republican. And she says that if you do not support um, gay marriage, that you are a bigot. You are narrow-minded. This is 
a Republican, a Republican leader, by the way, who says that you people are bigots. What say you, America? 844-747-8868. You just heard Cheryl Chumley a few moments ago on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We love Patriot Mobile around here, folks. America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. And they have some incredible Christmas deals. Black Friday coming up, uh, by the way, on, uh, well, this coming Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. And what better time to go ahead and make the switch over to a wireless carrier that is Christian and conservative. And they have great service, by the way. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd is the website. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. you got to use my promo code Todd. They're going to give you free premier activation and a free gift. If you're a veteran, if you're a first responder, they're going to give you an additional discount on top of that. You can also give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. But you got to use my promo code Todd. Oh, there's a lot of controversy over at the White House press corps. This is delicious. So what was it? Last weekend, the Bidens had a big wedding at the at the White House. And it was the first full-blown, honest-to-goodness wedding since, I believe, Trish uh, Nixon was married. So this is like going all the way back to the 1970s. And uh, so it was a big deal for the White House press corps because, you know, they love the Bidens. They want to get all gussied up in their tuxedos and and go out there and, and hang out at the wedding. And then the Bidens said, nope, can't do it. As a matter of fact, the White House press corps was banned from covering the wedding of President Biden's granddaughter, Naomi, who, by the way, is the daughter of Hunter Biden. So anyway, the White House press corps, you know, they um, they were righteously indignant and they fired off a letter. They were uh, demanding access to the White House wedding. Harumph, harumph. And uh, the Biden said, nope, can't do it. It's a private event. Yes, a private event uh, at the people's house, I might uh, add. So you might imagine everyone's surprise when the latest edition of Vogue magazine comes out and guess who got exclusive footage of the Biden wedding. That's right, folks, Vogue magazine. And they did a huge photo spread and they uh, did a lavish uh, write-up uh, talking about all of the, uh, the the cakes and the desserts and the food and the dresses and the whatnot. And Grace Baker, uh, you know what's interesting is in all of these Vogue magazine photos, yes, I'm not seeing too many of uh, of Miss Naomi with Grandpa Joe. No, can I just say the Vogue cover is a little creepy to me because it's got the bride, you know, sprawled out, and her dress is beautiful. It looks rather um, sexual. It, that's I'm getting to that. So she's like laying across this couch, strewn and then, about the couch. Thank you. And then you've got Jill Biden. You would think it would be the husband behind her, right, embracing her. She's sniffing it's, the hair. It's her own mother, and it looks like she's sniffing her hair. It's, it's really creepy. Grandma is sniffing the hair, and Grandma's dress is a little, little short there. A little provocative. Just a little for you know. 
that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Might want to close those legs together, Mrs. Dr. First Lady Jill Biden. I mean, again, I get it's the yeah. Bidens, but I'm like, where's the husband? Nobody wants to see that on the cover of Vogue magazine. No. No, bride, but it just put does. the bride on there. Just it's very the odd. Yeah, she. I mean, you would think she would be posed like that with the husband. That's what I'm saying. It looks like a bridal portrait that you would have with your husband. This a Lebanese wedding? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't judge. And, you know, we I, don't I've judge. got to give her. Her dress is gorgeous, but the pose is creepy. But again, and the, I'm sorry, but the grandma the, family. the grandma is dressed like she's going clubbing. That's, that's it. She's dressed like she's going clubbing. That dress needs to be about five, six inches longer. May I read this here? I just, I've always been fascinated with Vogue magazine. <laughs> I always said that with a straight face. <laughs> Naomi Biden in her Ralph Lauren wedding dress and Tiffany earrings and First Lady Jill Biden in Reem Accra. What is that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But I do find, because normally you would think, okay, the, the it seems to me the person that you would want to be photographed with is, in fact, the President of the United States. Yeah, that's the other point. But, but like we said, it's it's a little creepy. It's all grandma. Uh, oh, there's, well, and then Biden. Oh, there's Biden, but it's a very, there's some distance, and she doesn't look very happy. <laughs> I know. She, she does not look serious. very happy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look upset. She just looks a little too serious. It's true. It's true. By the way, they're saying that um, on the menu was Hunter Biden's favorite food. Which is chicken pot pie. Oh, I thought you were going to with, say mozzarella cheese. No, with a little Parmesan sprinkle oh, on top. Oh, that's it. Parmesan. Parmesan. So. Forgive me. Anyway, it's quite, I mean, it's, it's like the whole magazine is about Naomi Biden's wedding. All the details behind Naomi Biden's timeless wedding day beauty. I didn't even know who, Ni- I was like, wait, Naomi Biden, who is that? Mm-hmm. Like, never really heard much about her until now. There you go. Well, uh, folks, I guess if you want to go read about it, you can go to Vogue magazine. But the White House press corps, they're spitting mad over this one. How come we weren't invited? Because only the cool kids get to go to the Biden family wedding. So enjoy that pot pie there, Hunter. You're supposed to eat it. Don't sniff it, sir. Eat the pie. Don't sniff it. We'll be right back, America. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Um, only, only 13% of... Uh, hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being, you're, being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues, and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also, you're taking time off the clock, because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I, I'm done. I'm not, going, I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Thanks. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, only 30 good questions. Go ahead, Jeremy. Jeremy. Go ahead, Jeremy. You ask your question, you should allow her to ask some questions. Jeremy, she's Jeremy, Jeremy, it is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can't read the press briefing. You need to call from people. 
across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. And Dr. Fauci is the best person I, to answer. I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespect of... It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. Only 13% of the... This is my new ringtone. Wow. How dare you criticize the first legal immigrant black lesbian press secretary? Who do you think you are? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> wow. Merry Christmas, America. That, that's great. So uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre losing her, losing her cool with the White House press corps. You know who never did that? Sarah Sanders never did that. The uh, who's the other who's the blonde the blonde chick she's over at uh, Fox News now what's her name Kaylee McEnany Kaylee McEnany she never did that what about the bald dude uh, what was his the short fella Sean Wait, Spicer he never did that <laughs> how do you even think Jen Saki ever did that circle back Saki you know she never got upset because you know why because she would circle back it's true she'd say i'll get back to that i'll get back to your question but oh corinne she knows that she's dumb as a load of bricks that one she can't handle any kind of pressure she can't handle it because she knows she's stupid and she can't help it it's her upbringing you know i mean she didn't go to a good school i don't know but she's uh she's an ignorant woman she makes jen look really good and and let me circle back to that for a moment and the reason why corinne jean pierre is so bad at her job is because she was not hired because of her abilities. She was hired so she could become the first black legal immigrant lesbian press secretary. Did I get all of the car? It's a full deck there. Jeez, Lou. All right, welcome to the Todd Stearns radio program. Anyway, the, the reporter is trying to ask questions. This administration is losing the the press corps and and you need to understand this is all planned it's not just this is not happening spontaneously this is all part of a plan and we told you it was going to be very very tenuous going to 2024 because the democrats know biden can't be their guy and they sure as heck know kamala harris can't be that person they're openly in the media now talking about what a horrible horrible vice president kamala harris has been so they're in a quandary. They can't elevate Kamala to be to the presidency. They don't want to do that because they know she's a, she's a train wreck. But Biden, on the other hand, th- that guy needs a nursemaid. It's all fun, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, we'll get back to uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre in just a few moments. I want to get to the phone. So 844-747-8868. Do you think Biden's going to be able to finish out his term in office? 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phones. Folks been holding on for a while. Patty in North Carolina. Patty, how are you today? Todd, I'm doing great. And I called to, to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving and a safe Thanksgiving. Patty, you are so kind to say that. How are how are you celebrating Thanksgiving there in North Carolina? I'm jumping back over the wall to Jersey. Oh, <laughs> now are you a South Jersey girl or a North Jersey girl? I was in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can't oh. get any more Jersey. Than no, that. you, that's that's actually a very fair <laughs> point. I've been there a time or two. I know what you're talking about, Patty. Yeah, I'm right. I was right by the Holland Tunnel. Oh wow! But, very uh, nice. 
Yes, but um, anyway, yeah, I want to. I said that Gracie was talking about Hunter, you know, eating and everything, his Popeyes. I thought about what about Russian dressing on a salad? <laughs> Patty, that's look, that's a great idea. I'll I'll see what's on the menu. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on, you know, Russian dress. You have to go with the Russian dressing, Hunter. What the hell? It's a fair point. It's a fair point, Patty. <laughs> you know what I wanted to do yesterday? <laughs> you know what I wanted to do yesterday? I, I got I got cut off at the end, but um, you were talking about that that sheriff from Polk County in in Florida, Grady Judd. Yes, is that that guy is my? I love that guy. He should run for something. That guy is the most. I love him. We should have more Grady's. We should have a Grady in every state. Patty, it's interesting. Uh, Grady Judd, and for those who might have missed the story yesterday, Grady Judd was uh, giving a press conference. They caught a guy. I guess he's an arsonist. This guy was trying to blow up or set fire to his girlfriend's house, ex girlfriend's house, and uh, then he got into a um, you know, he got into a big chase. He had an yeah. AR fifteen, a handgun, and uh, the cops uh, took out his man parts. <laughs> and then he started talking like this. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be singing soprano in the church choir. Yeah, he'll be like, he'll, yeah, here we go. Um, but but no, but I love him because I've seen him before. I've seen this guy say, "Listen, if somebody enters your house, you shoot to kill." I mean, and, and oh, then yeah. we don't have to worry. Then we don't have to spend taxpayers' money. Well, when he said that, he was my man right there. I like this guy, and uh, we need more sheriffs like him, Patty. If we had this guy in Memphis, Tennessee. You would be able to, we would be the safest city in America. Unbelievable. He is great. I'm surprised, you know, I mean, and he don't care. He don't care what he says. And when he says it, he has like that, that, that very dry sense of humor. And he's funny though. I mean, I laughed so hard when he, when I heard yesterday on your radio, how he was saying how they took this guy's man parts away and he acted like, well, <laughs> he was so coy about it. I loved him. Speaking of a lack of man parts, uh, Dr. Fauci is uh, live on oh, the channel geez. right now. It's his final oh, farewell. Good. See ya. Maybe he's out, is he out of broom with, with Nancy? <laughs> it's a two-seater. A two-seater, Patty. <laughs> All right, Patty. Uh, well, uh, God bless you guys and have a, you know, and be safe. And, 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 you know, and don't eat too much, Todd. I'll try not to. I'm going to go for a walk. Patty, okay. God bless. Safe travels to you. And, uh, folks, we would love to uh, hear from you. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Maybe uh, you call in and tell us what you're thankful for. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes radio program. Great to have you with us. We're going to have a fun show tomorrow in the lead up to Thanksgiving, uh, talking about why we should be grateful to live in the most exceptional nation on the planet and why we've got to take a stand to make sure that we protect our freedom from these socialists. By the way, a brand new poll is out. Uh, this is from the National Pulse. Um, conservatives are blaming Mac leadership, not Donald Trump, for the midterm elections. This is from Rasmussen. Rasmussen conducted the poll on behalf of the National Polls. 
Self-identifying conservatives and Republicans blame party leadership Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and Ronna McDaniel more than Trump for what happened on Election Day. How about you, ladies and gentlemen? Who do you blame? 844-747-8868. Do you think Kevin McCarthy ought to be Speaker of the House? He's working hard to try to convince you that he's a conservative. Are you buying what McCarthy is selling? 844-747-8868. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Jerry from Iowa been holding on for a while. Jerry, what's on your mind today? Hey, Brother Todd. No, not McCarthy. We've seen that, been there, done that. But my uh, comment is that this, this shooting never should have happened. Um, my, my love and prayers do go out to everyone, and, and God loves everyone, irregardless of silly pronouns. Um, I, I have dear gay friends. But the left, including the view, especially the view, really has brought this on with their extremist and inciting agenda. Their activism, their rhetoric, it, it just helps push uh, extreme lone wolves over the edge. When you think about the news, like the left going after our kids sexually and creating gender dysphoria. I mean, the, the left, they're the groomers, the NEA. When you read all this in the news, there's some people that they, they just take it out the wrong way. The left is, is going after racial division. They incite violence. The BLM and Antifa people, and again, the view, uh, really played a big role in this very sad and terrible, bad shooting. And I, I hate to judge motives too much, but you got to wonder if they kind of like it. I mean, it's, it's how they operate. So we should never hate people. And the, uh, my faith informs me that I do love people who have the silly pronouns. But the, the, the vitriol, I think that the left produces really played a large role in this. And um, they need to be, they need to tone it down and start creating uh, unity instead of division and not get um, the, the true lone rule wolf extremists excited. Um, and just start to lo really try to love your neighbor a little more, and maybe less of this will happen. But th there's a huge list of gratitude this uh, Thanksgiving, and if you start writing them down, the list becomes crazy large. So try that. <laughs> just try to create a 10 best. It's not going to work. Yeah, Jerry, but I don't know. You know, I, I attend a very conservative church, um, a Bible-believing church. I don't know a single person in our congregation who hates a gay person. I, I just do not. I don't know anybody who hates a transgender person. Uh, does our pastor preach um, what the Bible says about marriage and gender? Absolutely. They certainly do. Um, but but this idea that Christians are to blame is, is just outrageous. Um, and, well, and the left is. They're the ones creating the division. And I think the view is a good example of it when they try to yeah. whip people up into a frenzy. So um, the Christian and the conservatives are about love. And if they show up at my church, I had a good conversation with a trans guy. Didn't call him a girl, notice, uh, the other uh, week. Um, and uh, we got along just fine. But I think the left needs to tone it down and stop pushing their, their rhetoric and their agenda in the schools and dividing race and um the the view they i think they could do some soul searching and um but uh so thanks uh todd love your show jerry appreciate the call uh thank you very much this is sunny hostin from the view she um says jesus would be hanging out with gay folks 
place. And that's this just is so sad. And I don't know that they hide behind religion because the, I said this on this show once before. Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. I don't mean I about really, gay people. Really I mean in that. every argument we have. But here's you weaponize religion. Here's my question. But it's wrong. All right. So she says that Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. But that's that would be antithetical to the teachings of Christ. Um, here's Sarah Haynes on The View saying, all of you Christians have weaponized your faith. But I think it does go well beyond D.C. and politicians. I think we're living in a time where people have taken a self-righteous flag in the way they live, and they have banged it over people's head. It, it, as someone who was raised in the church, it breaks my heart that people weaponize religion mm. in the way that they're doing. Because self-righteousness, which might seem kind of evasive when you look at it is the division of people it is looking at someone else and focusing on their differences and you being better than them there are a gazillion quotes in the bible about how wrong that is i was raised to love thy neighbor and we are not the judge there is a power that has that power there is a place for that but we are here to be inclusive and you'll never find a more inclusive place than a gay bar i've spent a lot of time in them me they too. are super straight friendly and they're and, super fun and the, the part that really gets me is they the reason gay people have always had queer people have had stigma they always have faced it themselves personally in their own lives out in the greater world it's increasing as time goes on they were in a safe place when this happened they were in a place that accepts them for who they were and someone came to that place now here's the problem with this and and i'm sorry to say these women are just ignorant and uh, none of them are conservative even the Alyssa farrah griffin they're all radical leftists uh, the, the thing I appreciate about Whoopi and uh, what's her head, who's the uh, the really nasty uh, loudmouth comedian there? Oh, Behar, Joy Behar. Um, the thing I appreciate about them is at least they're honest with people. Alyssa Farah is not being honest with people. She's a radical leftist. Now, all of these people are out there saying, oh, but Jesus is so inclusive. He's so inclusive. They're like gazillions, gazillions of passages of scripture saying we got to love our neighbor really i'd like to uh, gazillions you say uh, all right well give us the uh, give us the passages of scripture they can't do that and you know why they can't do it because christianity is an exclusive religion there is only one way one way to get to heaven now you may not like that but that's the reality of what the scriptures teach us one way it's not you know what yes Christianity does discriminate. You gotta follow you gotta be a follower of Christ to go to heaven. And I know that triggers a lot of you people out there, but that's the reality of our situation here. And now you have the squawking magpies over at the view becoming television preachers. These are like television evangelists for the left. By the way, uh Whoopi Goldberg blaming Lauren Bobert for the shooting that we're starting once again with this kind of topic. The latest mass shooting in America was Saturday night in Colorado at an LGBTQ plus nightclub where five people were killed and at least 25 were injured. No motive has been released, but Glad and other activists are pointing fingers at the rise in anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and the political policies and on... Uh, other folks are saying, you know, once again, an AR-15 style rifle was a weapon of choice. And, and you know, I, I know the thing that I want to say is, you know, this is what rhetoric brings. This words matter. 
Words matter. And people like Lauren Bobart, who, you know, mm-hmm. has been in the forefront of dissing LGBTQ plus people, is now saying her prayers and thoughts go with the families. Well, they don't really need your prayers and thoughts. They needed your votes. Mm-hmm. That's what they needed. Yeah. You know? And this is no put down on prayer, but you know, we, <laughs> what, what is going on here? I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what's going on. We got a sin problem in America. We don't have a gun problem in America. We got a sin problem in America. Nobody wants to talk about it, but that's the reality of our situation here. And nobody wants to talk about the rise in evil. We're talking about unspeakable, unspeakable evil in this nation. And why is that? Well, it's because people aren't going to church anymore. It's because people need to send their kids to soccer practice. Soccer on Sundays is more important than going to church. That's that's the issue here, is that we've removed God from not only the public marketplace, we've removed him from our lives. And we wonder why there's chaos in the culture? I mean, come on. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. folks. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Tom in Gainesville, Georgia on the line. Hey, Tom, what's on your mind? Uh, well, Todd, uh, love your show. Uh, appreciate you taking my call. Uh, I read an article that popped up on my phone uh, just a little while ago that said that Paul Ryan was backing Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House, and I think that says it all right there. If Paul Ryan supports him, then you know what he is. Yeah, Tom, I can confirm that information. Uh, Paul Ryan and uh, a lot of the other uh, moderate Republicans are are supporting Kevin McCarthy, and I, I hope that the House Freedom Caucus is going to be able to maintain their numbers. Uh, again, McCarthy has to have 218 votes to become Speaker of the House, and uh, we understand he does not have those numbers yet, and a number of lawmakers, according to uh, Congressman Norman, said uh, that say that they are not going to be announcing their vote until that the day of the vote. Yeah, if uh, Paul Ryan didn't get anything done while he was there, and so you know Kevin McCarthy's not going to do anything either. And they'll throw Trump under the bus every chance they get. Well, no doubt about that. And and again, my issue with Kevin McCarthy is now all of a sudden he's becoming super conservative. Um, he's going down now. The word is he's going down to the border to make some sort of a big announcement. This is all a dog and pony show. Th- that's all this is, Tom. And we don't need people. We don't need somebody in the speakership to play make believe conservative. We already had that with Paul Ryan. We already had it with crying John Boehner. We don't need to go down that road again. And if we do, we will never win back the House of Representatives. People, Conservatives are going to bolt the party. You got your fake news, and then you got your fake McCarthy. That's, there you go. Tom, appreciate that call. 
and uh, thank you for listening. By the way, you folks in Georgia, I want you to hear this audio. This is from Raphael Warnock, this communist preacher who supports abortion. He actually is a disciple of Jeremiah Wright. Remember him? The 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 uh, what is it? The uh, KKK of America? America's chickens have come home to roost. Yeah, take a listen to this. Bless America, damn America. In that sense, Jeremiah Wright, whose sermon, by the way, you should read in its entirety. It's a very fine homily entitled "On Confusing God and Government." No, 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 not God bless America. Damn America! We celebrate uh, Reverend Wright in the same way that we celebrate the truth-telling tradition of the black church. No, no, no! Not God bless America! Damn America! And Jeremiah Wright is doing what he should do. He is a preacher and a prophet. No, no, no! Not God bless America! Damn America! Which, uh, when preachers tell the truth, very often it makes people uncomfortable. Now, I will just say this. Um, about you Georgia voters. Really? You're going to let that go back to Washington, D.C.? You want that to represent you in the United States Senate? Pastor Raphael Warnock, on multiple occasions, said that he supports that sermon delivered by Jeremiah Wright. God blank America. God blank America. And Jeremiah Wright has said this over and over and over again. And just in case you are new to the program, Jeremiah Wright was the pastor of Barack Hussein Obama. Just so you know where all of that is is coming from. 844-747-8868. We're following some breaking news out of Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a pretty horrible story, but a news helicopter has gone down just off Interstate 77, and we understand the interstates are all shut down, but the crash actually happened right alongside the interstate. We understand that the television station involved WBTV. That's WBTV. We don't know who was on the flight, but it was their helicopter. Sky 3 is what they call it. Uh, Two people on board the helicopter have died, Three other people have been injured. Uh, That's all the information we have at this point, but uh, clearly a terrible tragedy there. And you want to pray for the good people of WBTV. They're actually having to broadcast and report on as as they're they're waiting to hear the fate and learn the fate of their colleagues on this helicopter. So uh, certainly our prayers are with the good people over at WBTV. Uh, there in Charlotte, North Carolina, and a mess right now on the interstates there as they've shut down the interstate to deal with this horrible, horrible tragedy. All right, uh, folks, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're heading uh, to your calls. That's 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. May I tell you uh, about Black Friday coming up and our good friend, Michael Lindell has some incredible Black Friday sales just for our listeners uh, at MyPillow.com slash Starnes. That's MyPillow.com slash Starnes. 
all sorts of incredible deals and discounts. And you're going to love these folks. There is literally a sell on everything that Mike Lindell uh, produces there uh, at his incredible company. And you need to get the conservative in your life a wonderful gift, whether it's the MyPillow pillows or the mattresses. They have bed sheets. All of these make incredible gifts, and you're going to be able to get some great discounts using the promo code STARNS at MyPillow.com slash STARNS. Just to give you an example, and again, this is an overstock sale up to 90% off of many of the products. You're going to also get a Christmas 60-day money-back guarantee. That means you'll be able to keep the product until March 1st, and if you want to return it, you can return it. Now, one of the neat things they have here, this is brand new for children, and if you uh, have a small grandchild, you're going to love this, Children's Bible Story Pillows. You're going to be able to save 50% off of the Bible Story Pillows, as well as the Bible Story Throw Blankets. You're going to be able to save 30% on those. Uh, My Pillow Sandals, My Pillow Mattresses, you name it, they're up for sale. It's going to be a great overstock sale only at MyPillow.com slash Darns. Hey, Todd, the way it used to be at one of your favorite restaurants that you uh, place a pickup order at, the person manning that takeout desk could be working for free. Um, they average their hour, their tips out over the total hours that week that they've worked, and if they've made really good tips enough to make a minimum wage, then they would be working for free that night. Okay, so this was uh, this comment from our Shoutback uh, app. Uh, by the way, we would love for you to use that. Uh, all you have to do is go to our live show blog, and uh, you can download our app for free. So here's what gets me about this, um, about the restaurants. Now, I am a generous tipper, and I this is just something that I, I do. I'm able to do it, and I'm honored to be able to do it. But typically, when I'm out at a restaurant, uh, I will just take whatever the bill is, and that is the tip. So... Um, and it, it works out pretty well if you're taking out the the crew of the Todd Stern Show because these guys are healthy eaters. What are you laughing at, Grace? I feel like that was shade thrown at me. No, it's not shade thrown at you. You eat like, like little morsels. I mean, Kyle. Really? You know, Kyle's, yeah, Kyle's a whole other story. Yeah, he he likes the beef. He likes the good food. He does. He's kind of a music connoisseur and a food. He's connoisseur. a foodie, is what he is. A foodie. <laughs> So anyway, um, so so I. But here's what gets me, is that if you are, you know, if you're not going to pay your workers, that's on you. But I've got a problem with these folks that are like, okay, well, you've got to tip the lady at the front, and then you got to tip the bartender, and then you got to tip this person. Okay, you know, a lot of people don't have that much money. So I mean, if you're going in, and let's just say you're going to go to, um, where are we going to go, Grace? Let's name a restaurant. Applebee's. Oh, oh why what were you going to say? App- I was going to say Houston's. Right, no, no, not Houston's because I don't know. I want to go to a place that I normally don't go to. Oh, okay. We, Buffalo we, Wild Wings. Okay. We can go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Sweet. So, how much would you pay? What's the average 
ticket. So if you're gonna if you and the if you and Mr. Producer are going out to Buffalo Wild Wings. For both of us, let's say it runs about thirty five, forty. Jeez, bucks. Lou, wow. I don't That's know. If you get a whole thing of wings and an appetizer, I mean there you go. All right. Well, that's soda. A, all right. Tea. So so that's thirty bucks. And so you would tip what? Yeah. Feah. What do you guys say? Normally right. 18, 20%. Oh, okay. That's kind of normally where I like. Okay. It's just me. So, you, so that would be um, whatever that number is. This is why I was in journalism school. And I know. It's all right. So, but then, so, but then you've got to add even more on top of that to cover everybody else's tips. Yeah. Cause you'd be tipping about six, seven bucks at that amount. And then you've got to do, yeah. I mean, that's, it adds up really quick going out. I just want to say. Which, again, is why I think a lot of people are not going out for dinner. And then you've got these people, they don't, want to, they don't want to work hard. They want to take a job. And a lot of these restaurants, you know, you're looking at 60, 70-minute waits. And, you know, a new thing that a lot of places will do with takeout, you'll, you know, get takeout from a restaurant, but they will charge you a 20% tip onto your ticket. Have you, have you, I've had that happen. Oh, yeah. I can think of a few places right now that I'm like, mm, those places are good, but I hate getting takeout from them. Well, and by the way, the Grubhub, I would, oh, you can't no. even use that anymore. Oh, it's, no. I noticed that I ordered something a couple of weeks ago and it was double the amount. So, whatever the amount was, it cost me double that to have it delivered because you have the fees and the tips, the gas the, surcharge. The gas surcharge. Oh, thank you. That's the new one. The gas surcharge. I'm like, and that's been there since like 2020. I'm like, really? Come on, people. I don't know. It's just, it, it, it gets to be just ridiculous. And this is why you just got to learn to cook. Well, uh, clearly, or I mean, it's just cheaper. But, you know, again, a lot of people like to go out. And, and I, I, I feel bad. All these restaurants are popping up all over the place. You know, they're not going to be able to survive. No way. There's I, I think the, the restaurant industry itself is uh, in grave danger. Well, when I was just out of town, we noticed there would be like, you know, two hour waits or whatever. You get in there, there's a ton of empty tables, but they're just understaffed. So they can't, you know, fill it up. But That's again, the other issue. but then, but then you have these people. Well, you got to tip. You got to tip everybody. Okay. Well, that's great. But I don't have a, you know, I don't have a hundred dollars if I'm going to go to Applebee's or TGI Fridays. That's true. For it, you know, for a burger, it's insane. It is insane. All right. Very good. Thank you, Grace. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. That is our toll free telephone number. By the way, Farm Bureau has uh, a new report out. This will be the most expensive Thanksgiving in the history of thanksgivings and you can blame joe biden the farm bureau says that the cost of a thanksgiving dinner is up 20 percent more than nearly doubling nearly doubling since uh, when uh, donald trump was in office thanksgiving feast for 10 people and by the way that's got to be a small family i mean we're talking usually you have like 15 20 people at the um the gatherings but a Thanksgiving feast for 10 people is $64.05. Um, it is a $10.74 increase from last year's average. Oh, my word. The centerpiece on most Thanksgiving tables, the turkey. It costs more than last year, $28.96 for a 16-pound bird. That's up 21% from last year. This is according to the USDA Agricultural Marketing Service data. Oh, by the way, the USDA says you got to get a China virus shot if you're going to go to a Thanksgiving dinner. 
But anyway, everything is up. Carrots and celery. You got uh, the sweet potatoes, cranberries, green pea. You know, I never did like the cranberry sauce, Grace Baker. Are you a big cranberry person? Oh, uh, you had to bring this up at the end of the show, Todd. This is very controversial. I actually, okay, I actually like the cranberry sauce when it's in the can. Like not the, you know, the like the lumpy kind of homemade cranberry sauce that's I mean it's good but something about the canned cranberry sauce that you just put on a plate and then you cut it up in slices that's the kind I like it jiggles it have does. you noticed that and it I takes the it's shape like of jello. the can. it's kind of mm-hmm. like jello yes I like that better than the real cranberry that's actually. what I'm saying which so feels had... like sacrilegious to say mm-hmm. that I like the store-bought over the homemade but so here's what gets me, and I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. We, I am a sweet potato pie guy. Really? Oh, yes, yeah, sweet potato pie. Oh, I like pumpkin pie one slice a year, and I'm good. Pumpkin pie mix. So is that true? People actually use this? They don't make their own pumpkin pie okay. from scratch? We buy it from Costco, not going to lie. Oh, good Lord. I know. South is going to hell in a handbasket. $4.28. Bless you, Grace Maker. Whole milk, $3.84. Whipping cream, $2.24. Cube stuffing. Who in the world eats cube stuffing? I've heard of it, but I've never had it. Is that like a stovetop stuffing? Probably. I don't know. We did, my mom, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would always be in charge of a couple of things. She had to bring the ambrosia, which was like a huge thing in the South. So you got to have the ambrosia. And uh, then there's the um, the sweet potato uh, pie. Yes. She, oh, she made great homemade sweet potato. The crust, everything homemade. That's impressive. And then the cornbread dressing. That's what mom had to bring. Fair enough. It's and, good. But I, I remember as a kid watching her. She had the big cast iron skillets, and uh, she'd make the cornbread, and then, you know, then make the dressing and the whatnot. Of course. It's, it's, you got to make it from scratch. Otherwise, it's, uh, you know, Jesus is not happy. He's displeased. <laughs> I'm just telling you. That's at least that's what that's what we were told as kids uh-huh. growing up. So anyway, all that to say, a lot of people are are really going to be struggling to. Do you charge? How does that work though? I mean, if you've got like a big family, do you ask? Do you pass the bucket and ask people to chip in, or you, oh, do you just suck it up? Charge admission. Hey, it's my tip. Just say it's your tip. You made the food. You served it. It's your tip. Oh my gosh, Grace! I thought this document you sent me. I thought, oh my gosh, my eyes are really shot here. But it turns out it really is pixelated. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Holy cow! All right, let's eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight is our telephone number. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Georgia. Jeff, what's on your mind? Uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, the uh, lady that said that Jesus would be leading the uh the parade in the gay parade i do not believe jesus would do that um i just uh jesus will go by the word and that's what the preachers preach from the pulpit he won't change his word he won't change it for anybody so uh he won't do that people try to pull him into their world and then make him part of it like that but it don't work that way we need to go into his world and become part of that so anyway, I just wanted to say that that uh, he'll change people. He'll lead them away from sin, not into it. 
All right, Jeff, well said, and we got to leave it there, my friend. We're running late for a break. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, folks, we are back tomorrow live. We'll do some fun trivia giveaway. We're going to talk about the real meaning of Thanksgiving. You know, they don't do that these days in the public schools. So gather the kids around the radio tomorrow, and we're going to we're going to try to educate them. All right, folks, you get out there. You be safe today. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.